Hi, this is Joe's Corner 76. I will be commenting on issues that affect the human condition. You can follow me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Joe's Corner 76. You can hear me on Spotify, Google Podcast, Anchor FM, and YouTube at Joe's Corner. To change the human condition, we need to be engaged. I'd love to hear from you. With the results of this election, the question comes up. Will Canada survive as a nation? Canada's motto is Marie Usk Admir, which means from sea to sea. This was the vision of Canada that the Fathers of Confederation saw. The country was united from sea to sea by building of the Transcontinental Railway. The ribbon of steel joined all parts of Canada. In the 1860s, there were a number of British colonies in North America. The idea of becoming one popular country became popular. Some of the reasons were politics. It was felt that we could be more successful joined together. Economic. The colonies could sell their goods to one another due to a bigger market. Military. A fear of invasion for the U.S. The building of the Transcontinental Railway joined the country from sea to sea. Canada's legal status as a British Dominion left decisions on foreign affairs in the hands of the British Parliament. When Britain declared war in August 1914, we were automatically at war because of this status. Canada's military came under Canadian command for the first time during World War I. The Battle of Vimy Ridge, where more than 10,600 Canadians were killed, forged Canada as a nation. We proved ourselves in World War II. The Constitution Act of 1982 completed our severance from Great Britain. We were a nation. Canada has always been a place where people immigrated to for a better life and freedom. We have been successful in blending all of the immigrants into the Canadian mosaic. Freedom of expression and tolerance of the customs of others was known the world over. Our economy was strong and able to provide a good life for all in Canada. We have been known as the peacekeepers of the world. Expo 67 showed the world what we were all about. We have welcomed refugees to Canada and helped them integrate. Canada has a reputation of welcoming more refugees than many other countries. Overall, the provinces have gotten along. What has changed that could break Canada up? Economics. Since 2014, two-thirds of Canada's domestic industries, including energy, manufacturing, and transportation, have experienced a decline in investment. Canadians continue to increase their investments in foreign countries, while foreign countries continue to invest 
elsewhere. Canada is not now considered a reliable place to invest. Our federal government has acted in a manner that makes foreign investment unwelcome. The energy sector has essentially been almost closed down. It can't export its products to the world. We've lost billions of dollars of income. The economy of Western Canada is devastated and thousands have lost their jobs. There has been no support from the federal government. The federal government has not worked hard to improve interprovincial trade. This has cost us billions. Our deficit is high and is proposed to get even higher. In 2016-17, the government paid $25 billion interest on the debt. Without this, Canada could wipe out its debt. This money was more than the $22 billion paid out in child benefits. Political division. Quebec elected the Parti Québécois, whose main idea is separation, or at least only support Quebec first before Canada. Western Canada has no representation in the federal government. They feel neglected and there are strong calls for separation. No plan to fight climate change that has the whole country supporting it. Questions about the fairness of the federal transfers to the provinces have arisen. Regional differences. Quebec does not want pipelines going through their province. It's interesting, though, a major source of oil for Quebec is from Western Canada. They sure are aware of Western Canada with a rail strike on, no propane coming in. 55% of Canadians favour the building of the Energy East in the Northern Gateway and Trans-Northern Pipeline. Quebec and BC remain opposed. It's ironic that BC exports tons of coal overseas. It's one of the dirtiest fuels federal politics. We are governed by a federal government who think they know what is best for us even if we don't want it. They have to act for all Canadians to foster national unity. This government has only created disunity. It could break the country up. Canadians have stated Repeatedly, they are not happy with the state of immigration. They generally feel the level is too high. Politicians need to have an honest discussion with Canadians on this. Illegal immigration has to be stopped. We have to stop the growth of tribalism in Canada. There is a danger that we will become groups who interact within themselves and not Canada in general. We need to improve integration 
into the Canadian mosaic. What happens if we have a national crisis? Will we all be able to pull together? A climate needs to be fostered to welcome investments in Canada. We need to have a balanced budget. If interest rates increase, we will be paying more on the deficit than on some government programs. We need a government that will act quickly in times of national emergencies, like the CN strike. They need to legislate them back to work. This one hasn't. Food production and home heating is affected by the strike due to the lack of propane deliveries. Political will has to be shown to get the Trans-Canada Pipeline built. We spent $4 billion to buy it. We need the others approved. Climate change is a crucial issue. A plan has to be proposed to all Canadians that they will support. The right to free speech has to be fully supported by their government. They shouldn't cave into special interest groups. We need strong leadership to promote interprovincial trade. This is unifying. I think Canada is at the crossroads. Do you? We can do something. Get after the politicians now. Let me know what ideas you have.